here I am thinking I'm going to go ahead and, like, impress them and, like, do some good moves and, like, go ahead and start showing out. I got my ass busted the really? whole time. <laughs> like, <laughs> <I'm> busted. <laughs> you are now listening to New Faces Podcast. Hello and welcome to New Faces Podcast, episode 27. I am your host, Brandon Varasha. With me, as always, Nick Grunza. Grunza made it. What's up, you guys? We got Bobby Miles in studio. What's happening, y'all? And we got a very special guest in the stew today, our boy Noah Tanner. What's going on, bro? How we doing? How we doing? Good. Glad you are on. Took right. us a little while, but we got you on finally. Yeah, a couple weeks, ending up with school and everything, you know, finals and everything, but... We're here now, so I'm excited. Ab- absolutely, absolutely. So I wanted to start off with this story. We talked about it a little bit before. But um, so we were uh, – I remember – what was this, two years ago, Toronis? Senior year, yeah. Yeah, senior year. So I showed up for the second half of the game and because my buddies were telling me it was a really close game. So I'm like, all right, I bet I'll come down right after work. I get there. It's about like midway through the third. And I just noticed everyone's chanting for Carmendale to win. I mean, literally the entire stadium, the entire, not the stadium, I'm sorry, entire court, gym, whatever, was chanting for Carbondale to win, calling, saying Mid-Valley sucks, all this other shit. I was like, this is wild right now. Like, everyone wants Mid-Valley to lose. You, uh, you, had, you told me something about, what was that feeling like knowing everyone was kind of against you at that moment? Uh, it was very interesting because, like, you're in high school. You don't ever see anything like that. So right. we're at this thing. And, of course, like, because of the cheerleading, they have all four schools there going on. Mm-hmm. So we're just hanging out, and it's really just, like, halftime. And you saw just you said third quarter. It just started happening. Like, we just started looking out of nowhere. And we had, like, cheerleaders from Carbondale, cheerleaders from Valley View. And then we had the Lincoln <laughs> cheerleaders, like, just looking over and had them screaming. Like, we had curses coming at us left and right. We were just like, what is going on? <laughs> So it ended up right before we went to uh, one of the last huddles, our coach was just like, yo, everyone in this fucking gym wants you to lose, bro. <laughs> like, like, you guys can't. Like, you just got to do it and win. Like, yeah. shut everyone up. Like, you guys have to. And we were just like, it is what it is. So, But it was nuts. Like, everyone just wanted us to lose in that gym except for us. Literally everyone. And I remember going, I think it was Carbondale was at the line. The kid missed the one free throw and it ended up tying. And I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, they just lost this game. That was their opportunity to win, and they blew it. It's over. Yeah, we. Uh, I remember JJ, actually, because we ended up being down a couple points at the end of that game. JJ Glinski hit a couple free throws, brought us back and tied. And then we were able to go up a couple points with RJ Goldsberry's free throw. So. Mm-hmm. But they ended up missing. We had a big steal at the end, and it was over. It was just a crazy game. <laughs> and I remember after the game was over, the entire team, I guess like the entire starting lineup, which was you, Brad, JJ, RJ, and I don't remember who the fifth one was. He's just walking around the gym, just looking at everyone, just staring at the stands. I was like, oh my God, they're so fun. This is hysterical because it was so quiet in there besides like Mid Valley's little section of people vote, like rooting for you guys. Like, what was that satisfaction like after you won that game? Kind of felt like it was the playoffs. Like, you see it now, like, teams are like, the crowds are just crazy and then something happens and it looks like the air gets sucked out of the gym that's what it felt like because like really no one besides our team wanted us to win that <laughs> like 
we just had everyone against us because that was like I think the fifth year in a row we won. Like people yeah. wanted to see someone else win and mm-hmm. they did not like us. No, but no, that was, was uh, that. For anyone that goes to Valley View, Lakeland, or Carbondale, everyone was sick of Mid Valley shit. Yeah, because yeah. that uh, the last time before that you guys went on that streak, I think it was like. 2011 we won yeah. Valley View won so like after that it was just like everyone was sick of Mid Valley winning and seeing you guys actually be good at basketball so that was that was hysterical to see you guys so, had no chance what was that I said you guys had no chance Jason Kenny Mo yeah, Blackwell Matt Tanner Noah Tanner John oh Tanner. yeah yeah no 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 shot no shot <laughs> even when we were close I'm like we're not winning this game it's just not happening I love my guys at Valley View but I was like man this we're not winning this shit not a shot not a fucking shot. But um, my guess, I, I told Noah, I'm like, I had a guess as to what the, the story was because he told me there was a funny story to it. And my guess was was when they went into the huddle going into overtime, my guess was him saying, all right, he missed that free throw. You guys won. Just play it out. Just see what happens. That's what my guess was going to be <laughs> about that situation. Oh, God. It was just like our coach, because it, it was actually our uh, athletic director. Mm-hmm. He was like, Yo, like, I don't give a f what happened in the whole like beginning of this game. Like, you guys are in overtime now. Like, it's a brand new game. He's like, mm-hmm. everyone wants you to lose. Like, go ahead and win now. Like, doesn't even matter. It's literally a brand new game. We were like, all right, let's do it. We ended up going out there and winning. Yeah, man, you guys looked a lot more energized in that overtime. Like, yeah. all right, it's over. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We were just like, I think we were all surprised we got to overtime because mm-hmm. that was one of our worst games. I think that's why everyone was just on us because like they saw us just playing like trash and they were like, "Yep, they might actually lose tonight, so let's cheer again." Yeah, <laughs> had it. We we fucking had it. Yeah, honestly, blew it. Some so. Uh, it is what it is. Though. I wasn't rooting against you guys. It was just funny to watch because I like I've never seen anything like that in my life in a in a like a high school game. Like you see people chanting against you if yeah, you're playing the opposing team, but like three other high schools on top of that, like it's ridiculous. Three high schools or cheer squads. It was. Yeah. It was loud in there. No, it was definitely loud. It was definitely one of the funniest moments I've ever seen in high school basketball. So let's talk about how you got into basketball because you have a f- whole family of you know basketball players, Matt Tanner, Josh Tanner. I think your little brother's playing now too. Yeah. Where did you guys get that from? Um, I guess it started with just the True Civic Center, I guess, and being there because my mom was always a director over there. So growing up and just playing um, – I remember just as young as I can remember, just from first thoughts, like just always being there from maybe Matt having a game there from growing up doing stuff there to Josh from my mom working there. So as long as I can remember, I was just always around that place. So once I was like growing up, basketball just started to become the thing I wanted to do. I think watching Allen Iverson, just watching him play. And then it was just like being around it every day I really didn't have a choice so if I'm in the gym I just started dribbling I thought it was cool watching someone go underneath their legs so there I am lifting my leg up as high as I could I'm like two inches tall trying to get this ball underneath my legs as like a three year old yeah I'm like can't do that but that's how it all started I think just being around there a lot and just my brothers just always just beat me up never gave me a chance so just had to keep going against them right that leads into my question. My question for you was going to be, because, like, you have older brothers, and now you have a younger brother who's playing. Like, I always tell them, bar none, you're easily the best shit talker in in the city. In the city. Not and not even not even close, because you can say anything, and then you're able to back it up. Um, would that be from your brothers just beating up on you? Uh, yeah. If anything, definitely Matt. 
Yeah. When Matt was playing, I remember watching him. He would get a couple technicals here and there, but he just had an edge to him and an attitude that like a lot of kids didn't have. So right. mimicking that and just, I don't know. I usually don't remember how much I talk shit till after the game. <laughs> till, someone, till someone tells me about it or something. I try not to. As at least of lately, I've tried not to. So. Right. Well, uh, what I would, that my next question after that was going to be, who, what was the most fun you had on a trash, like trash talking a team? Like, was there a team you're like, I'm going to absolutely destroy these guys, not just in my game, but trash talking them too? Uh, Holy Cross. <laughs> definitely Holy Cross senior year. That was, uh, that was definitely a, a time. We had, uh, we had a lot of beef with those guys, so it was just every game, no matter what. Usually, just a lot of words went around, but mm-hmm. we were able to, we were able to beat them a lot senior year. We got them both times in the second half, so definitely worked out for the better that time. Yeah, absolutely. Now you actually got. Were you on the varsity team your freshman year as well? Uh, I wasn't like. I mean, I guess I was on the team. I didn't really get much time my freshman year, but like mm-hmm. I was on the JV team, so I was around like varsity and I did practice with them and everything. So. And you got to practice with guys like Alex Proslepsky, Martin Walsh, Tyler Collins, AJ, I can't get Jimmy. Get Jimmy. Yeah. 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 What was it like learning from those guys? Because they, that team was really good. I mean, you had a lot of good mid valley years, but that, like, Alex Proslepsky was, like, killing it at that point. Yeah. That was definitely, like, the beginning of, like, where it just started to go, like, up for me because, like, at practice, like, I didn't really have a choice but to, like, guard Jason Kenny or, me and Brad were always going at it. So it was just like always that next guy that was in front of me was always just that two, three times better than me. So like I had no choice but to just step up and go ahead and play them. So it was definitely a lot of fun playing on that team. I think that was the year we started going far and we started actually doing stuff. That that year we uh, ended up winning our first state game ever. Mo Blackwell hit a buzzer beater at Lewisburg <laughs> against oh, Lewisburg right. down in, uh, I forgot where we were playing, but first time we had won a state game and it was just like, such an experience, especially for my freshman year, like going to States for the first time, being able to do that. Mm. It was amazing. So yeah, those guys were just awesome to play behind. Yeah. Cause they, I mean, you had a bunch of different type of players on that team. I mean, you had yeah. the big guys, Danny Wood, you had uh, Roman, you had a bunch of other guys. You had Alex Brzezlepsky who could score, Jason Kenny who was hitting threes like it was nothing. Mo Blackwell just played hard every game. Like who would you say you learned the most from on that team? That team, definitely Alex, because with Alex, he was more like a uh, friend off the court, too. Like, he was, he's best friends. Ended up living at school with my brother Josh down at Bloomsburg. So, like, he was just always that guy that was just, like, wasn't very outspoken on the court, but he was someone that would just pull you aside and be like, do this, don't do this, you're doing this great, or don't do that. So, <clears throat> definitely like him a lot for those reasons. Definitely uh, one player that helped me a lot. And what what about guys like, like your brothers, like Matt and Josh, like what did you learn from them per se? Like that, you can't say anyone else you learned from. Uh, definitely just my toughness, because that's where I feel like all of it came from. I definitely like, as a kid, just growing up and through AAU, like big games, like where I'm not the tallest guy. You see me, like, I'm not really scared to go up against anyone. You know, right. it's just it's, exactly. it's just how I was just born. I don't know, I'm just not really like that's how it was. So. I mean, growing up, Matt and Josh, they didn't really give me a break with anything. You know? <laughs> no. Like, there was no taking it easy on me. So I feel like going against that definitely made me a lot tougher and definitely stems from both of them. Right. In your sophomore year, you got a lot more playing time because most of the guys on that team your freshman year ended up graduating. So you played that year. Jason Kenny was an absolute stud. I mean, there's just no denying that. The whole team was great. Um, what was it like getting more playing time there? Did you feel a little bit more confident as 
time went on because towards the second half of the year, I think he started scoring more points and started playing a lot better. Yeah, that was a that was a tough year for me actually because I started off with an injury and I had a just rough year like discipline wise and just attitude and I had mm-hmm. to just I had a lot of stuff I needed to fix and I did ended up doing that but like that was a tough year so just watching all that success was like annoying from the sideline sometimes right because I was just playing JV and doing that but once I finally just started getting myself back together and uh, playing towards the end of the year and actually starting to make a name for myself in the league that's when uh that's when it was starting to be coming together and like. I really started to enjoy it. That was a, it was a good run. We ended up winning another state game. We went to the second round. Jason Kenny went and getting a thousand points in the last game. Like that year was amazing. Yeah, because there's just a lot of you know great. I I don't remember how many games you lost. You probably only lost like three or four that year though. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was like because the big three on that team was like Kenny Blackwell Nemitz. What was it like watching those guys just absolutely dominate? just the entire year it was just honestly a lot of fun i remember every game like zach nemich goes up for a three like we're all the bench was just insane like i remember we always just joked like the end of the bench squad that became a thing that year like yeah (laughs) like it was just like a couple of us i know me and jj were like always just doing the funniest stuff in it but like Mm -hmm. it was just a lot of fun because you went to games and you just you had a good team and you just knew your guys were all there and like you know what you were getting every night from everyone like jason kenny like great basketball player Zach Nemitz was awesome Danny was one of the toughest kids I've ever seen play basketball like there was no stopping that kid when he was on the court like, oh, if he yeah. wanted the ball he was getting it so oh, yeah. that's the way it was so it was just a lot of fun I'd say it was just like winning and then just a lot of laughs and a lot of good guys like we always had fun was there a lot of times where it was close that year or was it just absolutely obliterating every team um definitely towards the end of the year and like getting towards our harder games we had a lot of uh closer games and ones that we needed to definitely finish on but i remember for at least in the beginning and when the league started coming around we started doing some damage to teams yeah no it wasn't there's i mean you guys you guys beat up valley view pretty good you guys beat up lakeland pretty good what would you say was the toughest team to play that year That year, there there was a lot of good teams that year. You want to you want to say in the league or just overall? Just say overall, like throughout your entire career, what was the one team you like really like had a tough time playing against? With definitely me playing, like being able to be in the game and mm-hmm. me playing and not just coming off the bench to play. Uh, definitely my last game of my senior year, we played um, Valley Forge Military Academy, mm-hmm. and they're like a fifth year high school, or whatever in. They had a seven foot one kid and a six eleven kid. What? And it was just Luau Dang's little brother actually was one of them. Really? Yeah, that was his little brother. <laughs> wow. Literally, like, didn't speak a lick of English. Like, was just. I think they were. I forget where he was from. I think Nigeria or something. But it was just crazy playing them because you're in NEPA. You're in the league. Like, you don't see. You don't see anyone over six five. No. Rarely. Like, no. It's usually rarely, in Abington too. Rarely, rarely, rarely you see that. So. We went out to uh, Liberty High School and we were just playing them and it was just like some, something you never you just don't see. Right. It was just so difficult to play against them, especially like with us. Like AAU, I've played kids like that because that's how it is in AAU. But high school, we didn't see any team like that. And it was just wild to play them. We put up a good fight, but at the end of the day, we were just outsized. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, There's no way you go up against a 7-1, 6-11 kid. It's just not happening. <laughs> now, throughout, throughout your tenure like of playing... Did you wish, because you obliterated the league for all of your years of high school, 
Um, did you wish that you could go against like bigger high schools and in the different leagues, like say us? Because I know, did we? I don't think we played you much. Like Scranton High didn't play you much. Did you did you ever think like we're just we're tired of running through these same ass teams? Like let's go play like a prep or like let's go get against somebody else like Abington or somebody. Yeah, I definitely thought about that. Like, cause you're thinking about it, and like you do play the same teams every year. Like, yeah. I feel like it would be awesome if we were able to play like maybe Scranton here and there, prep like once a year, and like one of those transition games. And like that's like it's one thing, but I guess you just can't do it. You just gotta yeah. just keep playing in your league every year. But yeah. I think our coach like kind of started to do that, especially my junior into senior year, cause I know for my senior year we picked up a scrimmage against prep, and we yeah. just like he basically just dropped a bunch of like <clears throat> the bullshit games that right. we had. Like, right. We just had easy tournaments at the beginning of every year. He just said, like, we're done with that. Like, we're going to go play good teams. So we picked up a scrimmage with Prep. Uh, Myers, we scrimmaged them every year. First couple of games, we played them in exhibition, too, which is just to get that team because we don't play a lot of teams like Wilkes-Barre teams like right. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Playing against Myers, it's just a different game every time. Yeah. Especially down there, like Redeemer, all those teams. They're good down there, so. I ask you because, like, like I when I was assistant coaching, we played – Blubs is like mid valley team his yeah. senior year and it was a close game mm-hmm. and everybody all of us thought that we were going to come in there and we were just going to totally squash you guys because you know in our opinion you guys were the weaker league but it was a close game and Blubs was pretty much busting our ass um i think Blubs had tyler who was a little bit younger and he was he was going at our next two um so you know, I definitely thought about it, and I was like, "Wow! Like if we if we were to play against like Noah Tanner and those guys, I wonder what would have happened." I mean, especially my senior year, that would have been an awesome game, yeah. I think, really, because you guys had Matt Hart, right? Like, Kieran, right. that's my guy. He was just unbelievable. Yeah, like, he so was I dropping twenty. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, just some of his stunks were just yeah. like, <laughs> like you play with him in pickup, and you see him do it, and you're like, "All right, that's whatever." But yeah, then you're high school, like you don't see kids <clears> doing that, especially in this area, just like that. So. He's a special player, and it would have definitely been fun to play against them. Would have been a great game. Yeah, I never thought about that. Like you guys never play yeah. like Prep, Scranton, mm-hmm. you know, West Side or Clark Summit or, or Clark Summit, Abington or anything. Yeah. Like they that, were so. they were always on my radar because like they're like family to me. But like you know, even in a basketball sense, like you know, going and seeing them, I'm like, damn, they are just obliterating these dudes. He's in the newspaper every week. Yeah, so I'm like, damn, like. I, they need to come play us. Like they need to come play like prep or somebody. Cause we were like, if we can't beat prep, we want like some like I want a team that I actually like to go beat them. And I loved Mid Valley because I knew everybody from there. Right. So I was like, you know, I want somebody that I know to beat them. If like Abington and all of them can't do it, like let's let's switch it up. Like let's let's have some new competition. Right. Now your junior year, you I, I believe you started. That was your first time starting, yeah. right? What was that feeling like? Because it was basically like a whole new regime at that point besides Roman yeah. because it was you, Brad. I'm not sure if JJ or RJ started at that point, but I know you and Brad definitely started. Your JJ junior. started, dude. JJ began to a little bit that year. Right. Uh, it was just like, it kind of just felt like my turn almost. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like these, the two years before that, it was just like, all right, didn't play at all. Didn't get really much time in varsity the next year. Getting some time, starting to play, making a name. Now, now it's finally a junior year, like you're a starter, like... Mm-hmm. Just felt like it was like finally like all right like now it's time to actually do something. So yeah, it was it was great to finally become a starter and just just felt like the team was like finally ours. Like me and Brad basically grew up like doing it together. Like any team he made, I was always on it with them. So mm-hmm. it was just like all right, it's finally like it's time to see what we could do now as like our team now. So yeah, 
And what was that chemistry like between you, Brad, and JJ? Because, I mean, there was always – I always saw pictures of you three together or, you know, you three just working out in the gym all the time. What was that relationship like when you guys finally got to start? I mean, it really started, like, back in the day. Like, I know, like, sixth grade basketball, we were on the team together. So, like, the chemistry from that. But me and Brad, it was just always unmatchable. His passing and just – he's just real smart. So, I fed off of him. He fed off of me. And then JJ now, like – He's one of the most hardworking kids I know, so going with him and just being around them, I think it was just the fact that we were able to, like, hang out all the time. Like, it wasn't just on the court. Right. We'd be at our JJ's house doing something, playing ping pong after. So, like, I think when you build chemistry like that and then you take it to the basketball setting, like, there's no way you can't have chemistry. Oh, absolutely. These guys all the time, and you just see what they do. So it was easy to work off of each other. It was fun. And what was it like? Because Roman was like your one big guy on that team. What was his play like when you guys got together? It was just like, it was easy, you know? He was just a easy guy to play with. He's mm. coachable, fun, <laughs> funny. He's a good guy. So it was just easy to play with him. He was just straight up. He told me, like, you give me the ball here, I'm going to go ahead and give you, I'll get you a bucket. Like, right. you do this, I'm going to do that. Like, it was just straight up. So it was easy playing with Roman. He just made it easier. He was great on defense for us. And it's like you guys had that chemistry and not even just like actually playing high school basketball, like anywhere you went, like pick up basketball. I know you guys would come to Terry, just run through us every time. So <laughs> it was really just like that every everywhere you went. What was the chemistry like with Coach Abda? Because, I mean, he's been through with every player almost, it seems like. He seems like he has a great relationship with every guy. Uh, it was rough in the beginning, honestly, because just how I was, like I didn't have the right attitude in the beginning coming into mm -hmm. high school and everything just with – such so how it was. So he uh, he actually helped me out a lot, which is figuring out my game and just everything I needed to do. He helped me more as a person too, as well. Just like because I used to have bad issues with refs and just talking too much and that. And he just like figured it out. Like he helped me figure out it's, it's more about the game. Like you'll mm -hmm. do so much better on the court if you just stop worrying about that shit. So mm -hmm. that's how it was. So by my senior year, I'd say he ended up becoming one of like one of the biggest like helps in my life. Honestly, right now he was. It's a guy you could talk to off the court. You could text him if you needed anything. And if you had a question late at night, he'd answer and he'd just be there. So he's definitely a great guy and a yeah. awesome coach. Awesome coach. And I'm pretty sure that year, your junior year, you guys were running through it. You guys like won like 14 straight or something like that. Yeah, we did. We started off the season 14-0. and 0. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What was the first loss? I forget. We lost to Holy Cross at home. Ooh. It was a... That was a rough game. <laughs> I got ripped that game because I was just doing some nut shit. <laughs> we came out hot and I was acting like an idiot so were you just pulling shots everywhere or is that I hit like two early threes and I was like staring down the student section and shit and coach was not fucking with it so <laughs> we got into film after we lost and he was mad and he was pointing me out and it was just like yeah it, just, it, just, <laughs> it just brought us back down to earth I think we needed that loss honestly because yeah. we were like riding that he was just like alright well now you guys know you're not the shit now so yep. time to go back to work yep anyone can get up. you at that point yeah and so it was a good, it was a good loss if we were going to lose at any time. Definitely helped us like open our eyes a little bit. Was there any other point in your career, even college, where you're kind of like you took your trash talking a little too far, or was it always just right after that it was like, all right, like I got to focus more so on the game? Uh, I think in college, like once I started playing a little bit my freshman year, I got a little bit too cocky, and that's when I like did have problems with talking too much and shit. So. Going after my freshman year, we have like exit meetings with our coach. He was just like, he was like, listen, you're a good player and everything. But he's like, just that little bit takes away from your game. He's like, next year, just focus on taking that out 
and I guarantee you become a 10 times better player. And honestly, my parents sat down with me too because they were just like, we're tired of you looking like an idiot out there talking shit sometimes or whatever. <laughs> so they were like, just take it out of your game. It's just not like what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think just uh, transitioning into my sophomore year to play this year, I just took that out. And I feel like I had a great year for myself. Definitely uh, I definitely felt better playing because like, it, it did make sense. Like it's just if you don't focus on that, like you're just focused on one thing and that's what you need to be doing. So mm-hmm. it definitely got a lot better for me from there. Yeah. Sometimes I just feel like it needs to be natural when it, when it comes to trash talk, but Absolutely. it's just meant to more like, it would be me like trying to start fights with people. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to like, say. Trying to get someone to say something to me, but then I just kind of just let it be like, all right, if someone wants to say something to me, yeah. you can say something back. But yeah. I would never talk shit in the first place if we were losing, so that's the only thing I don't do. A lot of people yeah. used to mistake it, like, we would we would play anywhere, you know, troop or anything like that, and I, I had dudes where I had to, like, take them home, and they'd be like, yo, I was about to swing on your boy, and I'm like, bruh, you don't get that he's not trying to, like, take you out of it, you're just generally out of it, mm-hmm. just because he'll make three threes in a row and tell you you can't guard him. And just tell you to sit down. And he'll tell you to sit down and shut the hell up. And right. you'll you'll be so hot. And you'll be like, yo, who is this little five foot nine motherfucker like talking to me like this? <laughs> like and literally like people would go and I'm like, yo, it's just it's just natural for him. Right. Like it's just natural. So was it is it, was it a when you went into college, like was it more of a, a chip on your shoulder, like being the, the smaller guy and going in there? Or was it just like, I I blew through high school, like, you know, I earned my spot. I did well as a starter. Um, and I'm coming, I'm coming here with the same, with the same energy. It was funny because I was, a, I was actually a little cocky coming out of high school. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to Kings. Like, I'm going to to go ahead and i'm just gonna start doing it i'm just gonna get right to work yeah and we got down there for the first week of school and uh so we get put in the group text all the players like this is your team whatever we're gonna play pickup tonight so i went to play pickup and i'm with the guys like first time ever playing with any of them yeah. here i am thinking i'm gonna go ahead and like impress them and like do some good moves and like go ahead and start showing out i got my ass busted the really whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like like kids that just like ended up like weren't even starters or didn't even play that much that year were just busting my ass and yeah. I'm like what the hell's going on and it was just like the realization of like even though it's D3 basketball and it's kings or whatever you're playing like it's still a challenge like right. there's still, still really there's still really good kids playing every night and so like when I went to play pickup on my team like and they were busting me I was like all right like it's not going to be a cakewalk and if I'm getting like destroyed right now like what are other teams going to do so definitely woke me up like that first time and I was just like all right it's not going to be that easy at all right so yeah that's that's something it's it's kind of hard to get used to I would feel like you just have to kind of like humble yourself and be like all right like it's not going to be as easy as I thought it was I want to go back to high school real quick in this game because you weren't I don't believe you were in the game I think you were out probably with an injury but um, I the Lakeland game where you guys where Tony Harden hit that shot did not play. Yeah, I was out. Do you feel like you would have won that game if if you had played? Absolutely. <laughs> I tell Tony that every time I tell him, every time he brings it up, every, every time someone talks about that game, we I'm like, the fuck I'm out like, if I was in the game. Like, Just make sure you know if I'm playing, like we're not losing that game. Like yeah. it was a it was a tough game to watch because I I honestly thought like our team would be able to take care of it. Like I ended up. With a, I had a back or a hip injury. I think it was a hip injury that year. And uh, I had to sit out that game. It was tough, but yeah. 
<laughs> Tony had a great shot. Can't take can't take that away from him. No, he had like 35, yeah. 30, something like that. Like he was, he was having a ridiculous game. Yeah. So. I thought it was honestly I mean the shot was very impressive. I thought it was more impressive on Cody Roop's pass though. Cause there was like there was like two or three guys on Harding, right? Like there's yeah. I don't know what like what would what ended up happening, but I know like he just ended up getting a screen a half court or something like that, and there was a miscommunication with the switch, but they miscommunicated and just all went with Tony. It looked like Steph Curry was getting a screen. Yeah. They just all followed him. <laughs> there was like two people there. And I think it was Aaron and Davies at the end that ended up having a hand on the play, but Tony shot that fadeaway and it just ended up going in. Yeah. So. That was that I mean you guys like I said, you guys didn't lose a lot that year either, but like that was one that kind of shocked me when I saw it. Because Tony, I mean, I obviously know Tony, very good basketball player. So um, that year, you guys didn't seem to make it as far. I think you had a couple injuries, and I think Roman had a couple injuries. What What do you think happened at the end of your junior year? Uh, I do remember Roman. Like, he was one of the biggest parts of our team. He ended up with – he had a reoccurring foot injury. It ended up happening that game in Lakeland. Oh, really? Because I remember on the way home he was talking about it. There was, But he had a – there was something wrong with his foot, and it was uh, – a pretty annoying injury I remember for him and he was just dealing with that I was dealing with my back and it was just like I don't feel like totally we were all like just like there yet with um like experience like we had guys that had played before that like Brad and Roman were really the only ones that got a lot of time besides me last that year before that right so we had JJ Aaron RJ we had all new guys coming in so I think it was just a little bit of lack of like that experience and I think a lot of like just being like ready for it you know mm-hmm. and did you feel ready. like you you left a lot on the table that year because i mean you guys were literally killing it that year and then you guys ended up leaving early and i was like what happened like what yeah we lost uh we lost the i think it was the semifinals to riverside it was at carbondale and i just remember that loss and it was just like such a terrible feeling because we knew we were such a better team than what we were and for like the year we had you were saying like coming out like that we were expected to do so much more and when we didn't it was just like it was like reality setting, like, damn, like, this feeling sucks. So definitely a good motivation for senior year. Yeah. I was going to say, how did, how did you rein that in for your senior year and going into that strategy? What was that like? Just kind of like, just kind of always, like, reminding ourselves of the feeling. Like, you don't want to be done that early. And, like, then just the reality of this is your last time, too. Yeah. Like, we knew it was our senior year, so, like, it was no coming back. Like, this next time you lose your last game, like, you're done with high school basketball forever. So it was definitely that. And then just, like... Us just coming together every time and just be like, all right, like, this is a little bit, like, it was always, like, the last first time we would talk about, like, even with Toronto's, like, that year, it was like, this is the last time, like, you guys are going to be able to go ahead and compete for a Toronto's championship, mm-hmm. so go ahead and make it happen, so that type of stuff, so I think the last time for everything just brought that chip every night. Right, and what, now, you guys had a lot of battles with Holy Cross and Dunmore. Mm-hmm. What, like, what were those games like in terms of not just trash talk, but just, like, getting ready for those games? Because it seems like every single year you were in high school, the top three were always Holy Cross, Mid Valley, then Dunmore. Like, what were those? Like, you going into that game, what would you? How would you prepare for those games? Mostly like every other one, but you just knew like some other times. Like, you you'll play a team, and it's like not even just me being an asshole, but like you just know like sometimes you're just better than that team or whatnot. But right. with those teams, like you knew every night, like you, you were getting a fight every single time. <laughs> like, there was no doubt about it. Like. And I think it just had to do with, like, the heart and, like, the types of kids that we had. Because, like, Holy Cross kids even fight with Valley kids. And then even with Dunmore, because we had a stretch with them where we were battling them for league championships and everything. So after playing those kids so many times, just, like, 
it just gets to like, all right, we just want to beat these guys. Mm. So when you go out and play them and you know you're going to play them, like you go to Dunmore, you just know like you're in Dunmore, you got, you're getting their student section no matter what. Yeah. And you're getting a fight from them no matter what. And those were types of kids that just played balls to the wall till there was two seconds left on the clock and it didn't matter. So Right. Was there, any, like, was there any specific kid that would always come at you or you always go at them? I got a perfect kid for you. Colin Holmes. <laughs> oh, okay. Colin there you Holmes, go. man. <laughs> Me and him are real good friends now. We have been since ball because we grew up playing together too. Mm-hmm. And I remember if you like ask anyone, our sixth grade basketball year was the craziest year ever because all we did was just play Dunmore and just battle with them every time. And that's how like me, Mike Doherty, like, Colin, Colin, Colin Walsh, Colin Holmes, like that's how we all became friends. So then it was like senior year, and even in high school. But he was just one player, like twenty four seven. Like every time we played them, just in my face, right? Every time, <laughs> didn't let me breathe, just no. right there. Yep. Now, what was the we talked we talked about you, Brad and JJ? But I f- did you ever feel like at one point, like you and Brad, kind of like battling for who was the number one spot? Because you guys were both equally great. But it felt like we never really knew who was the better player, per se. Or did that not matter to you guys at all? Honestly, that never even crossed my mind. It kind of, like, people have, like, talked about it after. Mm -hmm. Like, after the fact, like, after high school and stuff, people have been like, oh, like, so-and-so was, like, the best. Like, but honestly, like, me and him never did it. Like, I know, because it was right after our senior year, I got player of the year for our league, and he got all all region. Like, that's two great accomplishments for both players. Absolutely. So, I mean, you want to label one better than the other i mean that's fine with me but i mean that was just i think we were great together we right just fed off each other and it was just a real good time playing with him i'm happy he's at me with kings right now yeah i was just about to bring that up in a little bit but it yeah. always seemed like you get they were trying to pit you guys against each other when it came to like who was the best player or who was the leader of this team and it just felt like everyone was kind of the leader of the yeah. team and everyone kind of just grew together yeah even with that like i don't think any time in the season or at any point even it looked like that to like in our practices and like in our team itself i don't think it ever looked like me or brad was like just the main guys because every night really it was just everyone doing something good Mm -hmm. so i think that's important like that was important for our success too because like i feel like if you just have like a team where you'd like think there's just like two main guys and that's it like that just doesn't look good right yeah you guys were definitely a complete team basically every year you were in high school like it just like it never seemed like there was a struggle of power or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think it was like, I think that's great a test to our coaches too because like you'll see a coach like with a great player, you sometimes just see them treat them differently just for that player's like needs or whatever. Like mm-hmm. after there was none of that. Like yeah. you were acting like an asshole, you're acting like an asshole and it's you're getting yelled at. So whether right. it was me or Brad, I think me and Brad got yelled at the most, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Me and Brad were always getting yelled at. So like definitely like there was never any like yo like, I'm better, I want the ball, or you're better. You Like, it was just always just constant, just chemistry. Right. Did you guys ever feel pressure going into, your like, your junior and senior year being starters? Because Mid-Valley was becoming this, like, big basketball team that, like, nobody could stop. Was there ever, like, a thought in your mind, like, we might not be able to do this? Or was there any pressure in your head? Or was it just, let's just go ball and play our game? Yeah, I think that's really what it was, like, I mean, obviously, there's pressure, like, every game. Like, sometimes there's just big crowds, and, like, you get butterflies, but that's part of basketball. Like, mm-hmm. that's part of any sport. Right. But I think, uh, I don't really think we had that, like, part of, like, pressure, like, oh, we have to do good, because, like, 
that's what we're expected. I think that's what we wanted. Right. And, like, coming from, like, you could ask, like, Mid-Valley was not that good past, like, eight, nine years ago. Like, we didn't really have, like, much of a program. Right. So with our, with Coach Abda coming in, he just, like, implemented it from first day. Like, even when we weren't that great, like, you're just going to win. And, like, that's what is, you just got to have that winning attitude. So I think when it came time for us to play and everything that, and then we finally had that resignation we had a little bit of credibility of good basketball for a couple right. of years so like now it's your turn and it was just like time to just keep it going now before we get into the later years of your senior year of high school i have to ask because i went to value view how much did you enjoy playing against value view was there any like like much like dunmore holy cross was there ever like was it that intense or for you or was it just kind of like is this is another team that we're gonna beat no valley view was definitely always intense because like when i was growing up valley view was like mid valley's first ever rival because like you remember with football those games oh, yeah. used to just be insane i remember mm-hmm. going to games and just watching like there'd be fights and stuff all the time and i'd just yeah. be like well this is actually a rivalry oh yeah so i knew when we were playing in basketball we were always getting a fight and it was always a good game um i remember junior year Joey Ferretti, unreal, <laughs> unreal. I think he had like thirty on us in the beginning of the year tournament. We ended up playing him. We ended up beating you guys, but Joey Ferretti was a great player. Kyle Kelly, he always gave me problems. He yeah. was just tough, a strong kid. Because uh, yeah, Joey Ferretti actually didn't even play the year prior. He just joined yeah. his senior year, yeah. so he just went right in and just got buckets. Like he was really yeah. good too. He was but, very good. But it didn't. It never seemed like Valley View. I don't think you guys ever lost to Valley View in your years of playing. I don't remember losing to them, honestly. <laughs> that sounds about right. That's fine though. Um, so later in your senior year, did you guys win the district title? We lost, honestly. We lost by two to Redeemer. It was a. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> I just played such a bad game, and it was just. Oh, uh, it was a rough time. But you know it. You know. Bad games happen. Did you feel like what was your? Did you ever feel like what would you knew your best game that year, or like any year? Like what would you feel was your best game? Mm, I think I played my best game with uh, the, my senior year was uh, the league championship because we had uh, we had like the record where like if we ended up winning that game like we just would have outright won the league championship. So we were playing Old Forge at home, and if we won that night, we would have won the league and. I played a great game, but, like, I've never seen our team and, like, just everyone play such a perfect game. Like, we were just, from the beginning, like, we knew what the we knew what the deal was. Like, you guys win tonight, you win the league champions. Like, no one could take that. You don't have to play for it. You win it outright. So that game, I just remember playing real well. It was an awesome game. <laughs> How many points did you end up with that night? I think I had, like, 20-something. Brad had 20-something, too. Like, we would I had, like, five steals. Like, it was just, like... Just most insane game. Like anything that could have went right, just went right. Right. Was there any games that felt like that, or was it a, was it really only that one? There was a lot of games that felt like that because like a lot of times we were able to just get into like a certain groove and like the way we like to play. Because it was usually like if we could run, we could just run, and it was just usually just me or Brad bringing it up in transition mm-hmm. and just finding the open player or something like that. So it was um, a lot of games were like that. There was more games than other where we felt comfortable and not comfortable right yeah i I can tell by the record yeah (laughs) (laughs) now how many state games did you guys end up playing throughout your high school so my freshman year we ended up playing two of them so that's two because we won that first one i don't think we made it my or yeah we did my sophomore year because we got that was jay kenny's year so we did three that year because we 
won the first one, Tawanda, won Southern Columbia. And we played, that was when we played Conwell Egan. Stevie Jordan, he was a great player that we ended mm-hmm. up playing. So that was three that year. So that's five. Junior year, I don't think we went. Did we go to States my junior year? I think one game, so. Or no, we didn't because we lost. So it's a Riverside, yeah. So six total because we played one my senior year. So six, six to eight games. And when you went to States your senior year, did you know going into that game, knowing you're playing Luol Deng's brother? brother yeah. Like, did you know that it could potentially be over, or were you just focused on winning that game? Yeah, we didn't even have those thoughts. Like, we weren't allowed to. Like, yeah, <laughs> no. there was no like, yo, this could be your last game. It was like, all right, let's go. Like, we got another game after this. Let's go get this win. But definitely set in like fourth quarter. There was like three minutes left. We were down like eighteen. It was just like got subbed out, and then all reality just set in. It was like, yeah, damn, like this sucks. But looking back, it was an awesome time. So much fun. Did you feel like you got an unlucky draw after that game? Playing them? Yes and no, because we could have easily like won a different game and made a different yeah. destiny for ourselves where we're playing like a team that's not as good as them yet. But at the same time that was a team we were faced with, so we were just we just knew what we had to do, but didn't just end up coming up short. But right. Going into graduating high school, into your you know, getting recruited by colleges, what was what was that feeling like? Was that just a completely different type of feeling and just different type of vibe there? Yeah, it's kind of cool because, like, towards the end of the year, you just had coaches coming up to you after games, like, talking to you, and it's, like, pretty pretty interesting feeling, like, you're getting ready to go play college basketball. So it's nice that you have, like, coaches that were coming to talk to you and see you and even AU and stuff like that. So right. it's definitely cool, but it was, like, it just felt weird. Like, you are just, like... <laughs> Someone else is going to talk to you. You're just getting ready to just go play somewhere else. And, like, you just got to decide, like, all these things and just think about, like, where you want to play. You got to count school into it. That was the right. main thing. Like, it wasn't even about, like, just where I want to play basketball. Like, you have to think about school. So I know for me, like, basketball is not the rest of my life. Like, there's more to it. So I had to think about where I want to go and just get a right. degree and stuff like that. So I think Kings ended up being the spot. and pretty happy about the decision. And where, what other schools were uh, recruiting you at that time? Uh, I had a little bit of looks from Susquehanna junior year going into senior year because we had a basketball tournament. We had basketball camp down there every summer, mm-hmm. and I ended up doing all right, and the coach showed a little bit of interest. But Susquehanna a little bit. Uh, Wilkes looked at me for a little bit. Marywood, just a couple other, just D3 schools, mm-hmm. and that's about it. And going like you you talked about going to your freshman year, like playing that scrimmage or pickup game, you are just like, what the fuck yeah. just happened? What – what was the work ethic like right after that game? Was it just like, all right, I got to get in the gym every day? Yeah, it was just like, I I just figured I wouldn't be like good. Like, not even that I thought I was good. I just like, just figured, all right, like, I'm ready to do this. And you just get there and everything's just this much faster and that much more physical. So <laughs> right after that day, I remember just being like, all right, well, it's not going to be a cakewalk. It's time to like get going. So definitely had to push myself a little bit harder for that. Oh, yeah. And we're one of those games against Connor Calais. Yeah, the first game. We <laughs> it was like it was a couple of the other guys, and they just took on some of the freshmen. Like, all right, this is our first game. Like, let's see how it goes. We just busted our ass. Yep, <laughs> absolutely busted it. What was it like playing with Connor Calais? Because I actually had him on an interview. You probably watched it or saw yeah. it, and he brought it up. You know how you talked to him and hit him up, and was like, "Thank you for you know being the leader that you were." So, what what was it like playing with him? unbelievable when you like think about just like i played with a ton of people and like 
I can't say I played with anyone that loves the game more or knows the game more than that kid. Like on the court, off the court, no matter what, like he's just all about basketball and he knows what he's talking about. And he knows what he's doing. So playing with him, he was just one player that made everyone better around him. He was just such a great leader. Playing against him sucks. I mean, <laughs> yeah. guarding him at practice was definitely not fun. So when I became a starter, it was like a yes in the bag because like you're done guarding Connor. You're definitely yeah. on, you're on the side with him now. So. Definitely a <laughs> definitely a great player to play with. He was awesome to have. Yeah, no, he definitely, you know, he came up here and he was talking about how, like, practicing with you and, you know, getting your shots up. Was he one that motivated you to get in the gym every day as well? Yeah, I remember even the day I went to go visit Kings, I uh, I was at my visit. I walked into the gym, just walking through it to see what it looked like and whatever, and there he was just shooting on the gun in there by himself, yep. getting up shots. And that's what he did every day. I think he got up, like, 500 shots a day. Like, wow. He it's just what he did. Like he had set times, like there was no going in the gym and shooting with them, like Connor shooting, Connor shooting, like that's it. Yeah. So I mean, it was just his just work ethic and his dedication was just there all the time. So just motivated everyone to be better. Right. What was that first game of college like for you going into that? Did you did you play? Did you Yeah, actually uh <laughs> it was insane because here I am. So I get to Kings, didn't think I was going to be that good, whatever, think, or I think I'm going to do whatever. So I'm getting dogged first day. So then practice and everything, like, I didn't tear it up in practice. Like, I was just, I got better as it went on. So right. we got to our first game. It was a tournament down in Susquehanna, and we had Susquehanna the first night. And I was just like, didn't tuck my jersey in underneath. I think I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I think I'm sitting on the bench all game, so my jersey's not tucked in underneath, like, underneath my uh, warm-up. We go out and warm up, and there's like, I think four minutes run off the clock into the game, so there's like 16 minutes left in the first half. Coach goes, no, go get, I was, I looked down the bench, I was looking for another no. Like, here, come, here comes me, I'm ripping off my fucking travel suit, I'm running down to the end of the bench, I'm like, I'm running to the scores table, I'm like, holy shit. So I look like a goddamn freshman running over here. Yeah. But I ended up going in, and I don't know what happened, but. Ended up dropping 14 points against Susquehanna, and we beat them in a big win. First game of the year, and it was just like, wow, like this is awesome. Right. Like, this is just, this <laughs> it's is just so... such a funny feeling to be like, oh, you want you want me in? Yeah. Is that like, another no on this team? Me? I was like, me right now? Like, <laughs> I'm like, you sure? Like, <laughs> you, just, did you see my game? Did you see yeah. my scrimmage the first game? And I just... was like, yeah. Like, so he, but he ended up, yeah. ended up going in, and I did play well, so it was, it was interesting, though. Now, that first year, you guys, you know, I, I don't know if it was the greatest year, right? So what was that feeling like kind of experiencing a decent amount of losing that first year? Was it weird knowing that that... Yeah, I definitely wasn't used to anything like that at all. But at the same time, like, I came to realizations that, like, this isn't the same basketball at all. So, right. Like, it kind of just never okay with losing, but, like, you learn to deal with it in ways that you just have to, so... I mean, for Kings, that my freshman year, the year before I came in, I don't think they had, I think they had one or two wins. So, like, I think we ended up putting together, like, 12 of them that year. So, like, it wasn't a great year. I'm not going to say we did good, but, like, you know, we did all right. I mean, we did what we had to, so. Right. It is what it is, so. And how have, how have practices been going forward after? Because your sophomore year didn't obviously get a lot better for you. What was... It, like what was that like you seem like you you i think you were the second leading scorer on the team so like what was that experience like kind of being like this is really like trash right now yeah it's 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 weird just like not being able to win any games but like at the same time it's 
you can't just stop playing because you're not winning games. So right. it was just the main focus for our coaches to just be like, listen, like it is what it is. But it really was just like we were in every game. So I feel like a lot of the motivation we have did just it, we it just stayed kind of high even though we weren't winning. Right. Because there was a lot of good teams we played and we played a lot of those teams right to the end. Like we played Misericordia to the line. We mm-hmm. lost them by two. We had a huge win against Wilkes, beat them by thirty points. Mm-hmm. Like teams like like and then you're playing the sales, lost to them by two. We barely lost to Eastern. Like so you're playing the best teams in the league and you're barely losing. So like it the, as bad as our record looks, like I don't think our team was that bad and we all know that. Right. So definitely coming back for next year, not losing anyone, it's definitely like a good feeling almost. Yeah, because it I, I guess you guys were a very young, inexperienced team, so those losses can be attributed to that, but Going into this next year, who what have you been doing to prepare yourself to, you know, get better? Not only get better, but have the team have a winning season. Uh, as a whole, I think our just our attitude changed. Like right after the season, everyone was just like, "All right, like that was just terrible. Like mm-hmm. we don't ever want to deal with anything like that again." So, uh, lifting definitely a big part. We had a we got a new strength and conditioning coach. He's amazing. So we had um, we were lifting three times a week, all up until school ended. So the whole team's there doing that. And I think just with that, like, everyone's just going to get better. Like, because we're finally just as a team. Like, before that, I don't, we didn't really have much off-season program stuff together. Right. So I think lifting three times a week, coming together, playing pickup after, that's something going to attribute to that. And now going home, I know everyone still wants to get better and everyone's going to be doing that. So we have a good lifting program. So hopefully everyone just sticks to that. Then we come back in the fall, it's just right back to work. Right. And what was it like having Brad and JJ back? Was it kind of like a reassuring thing? Like, I have experience with playing with these guys, so now it's it should be a little bit easier? Yeah, it was definitely weird at first because, like, I went to Kings being the only one, like, that was the first time I ever played with, like, anyone I knew almost, like, yeah. just, like, my own player at that time. So that was definitely interesting. But then hearing going into my sophomore year that Brad was looking to transfer there and JJ was coming to play there, it was just like, this is kind of cool, like, kind of like my boys are with me again so <laughs> right and that's what jj would say i remember we were playing um we we're at susquehanna the at the beginning of the year tournament this year and uh there was one point at the time where jj me and brad were all on the court at the same time jj looks at me he goes bro the boys are back and i was, <laughs> and I was like i'm like looking around i'm like jj you got to be fucking serious yeah. like, i'm trying to like figure shit out for the game and i'm, yeah. I'm like what's this kid talking about and he's like dude the boys are back the boys are back and i was like you're an idiot like, Fuck, come on, yeah. Like, yeah, he seems like the biggest clown out of you three. Biggest clown. JJ is the most insane kid. <laughs> what were those personalities like going back to high school? What were those personalities like dealing with all that? Because Brad and you seemed like very serious. JJ was kind of like, all right, like light in the mood type of guy. So, what was having him like on the team? Uh, uh, definitely like around the basketball setting, JJ's probably the most serious kid I know. Oh, okay. Like, that's just like, just is how he is. Like, he works out all the time. He's just like all about that. But. When it was, like, on the court, like, I'd say, like, definitely, like, he was just, like, someone that, like, when we were doing good, like, he would joke around. Like, he'd be getting the jokes going. Like, he'd be doing something funny. So, he was just always that, like, that positive energy that we had. Sometimes me and Brad, like, we're not doing the best. You know, it's frustrating. And it would just be so annoying. So, it was good to have people like that on our team that were always just there picking up the energy or picking up slack that we were dropping, you know? Right. Absolutely. Bobby, any questions? You look like you were trying to itch off a question. I just kept... No. <laughs> no, no, you ain't got it. No. <laughs> what was uh, what's your uh, coach for Kings? Who's your coach for Kings? JP Andreco. He was uh, he used to play back in the day for 
uh, University of Scranton. He, I think he was all American. He was a very good basketball player. And what was your what's your relationship relationship like with him? Uh, it was rough. At it was like a little bit rocky in the beginning because just like with communication issues. But after a couple meetings and just talking, we just figured out that when we communicate, everything just goes a lot better. So when he knows what's going on in my mind, when I know what's going on in his, we just get along a lot better. So definitely this year, we definitely grew a lot coming together and just more communication-wise and talking. So definitely right. a lot better now. Definitely great now. We still talk. Just texted me the other day, asked me how everything was going, how summer was looking. So very excited for uh, everything going forward with that. Right. And what basketball court should be going at this year to, to just play some pickup ball and just destroy some dudes? <laughs> so I can um, avoid those wherever you're going. Kicking it at a usually, Worthington yeah. troop. <laughs> yeah, those, yeah. Those. Usually any court that let us on there, yeah. people are playing at. Usually, yeah. been to the Terry once so far. Uh, me and JJ were just up there last week. Uh, troop Civic Center up there a lot. Probably uh, Worthington as well. Riverfront. Riverfront. Yeah, yeah good runs there big, last yeah. summer. That was fun. Yeah. Is yeah. Terry the worst court you ever played on? Hands down, worst court. <laughs> Dude, the yeah, shit like, is so <laughs> trash. Like the- I say it all the time. Like, like Tony, that court, hate it. But like, I'll go there once in a while. Whatever. I'll go there like whenever everyone wants to, but yeah. I don't look forward to it at no, all. Like, I think one hoop's like nine foot eight, the other one's ten. Like, yeah, like, you could you could wipe your shoes off as much as you want. You're still sliding, so yeah. It might help your game a little bit though, just because <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> a little faster. So like, you're starting to run, people yeah. can't slide as quick. So my 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 main question to you is like, you know, definitely when you're going into like college and stuff like that, and I know like after my first year. Like, after working out with some of the guys, like, on the team and stuff like that, you definitely start to see, like, your game improving. And I thought that I hit my peak. But, like, you know, you start to see, well, you're not at your best. And after two years and seeing how much improvement you've made from year to year, like, is it is it a great feeling knowing that there's still more improvement that you that you can go through from being, like, top three in scoring in your second year to now, you know, getting, getting that feel again? It's awesome. It's actually an awesome feeling knowing, like, you're not done yet. Like yeah. you could still like expand on so many different things, and that's what I'm doing now. Like, right. I'm at the point where the coaches were just like, "All right, these are all the good things about your game, and this mm-hmm. is what you're doing good." But now it's time to take it here. And these are a couple more things you can add and just do to get better. So like, knowing that I'm not at my best yet is a great feeling yeah. because like I did have some success and whatnot. But now that I know that I could be better, and I have like more opportunity to go out for a whole another two more years and go right. ahead and show them what I have, it's like. It's a great feeling. So like, it's basically what you want to do with that. Like, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. that. You have two more years to go play basketball. Do you want to go ahead and try to be one of the best players in the league? Yeah. Or do you just want to keep being average and just doing what you're doing? So is it is it natural to you? Because like, even like coming back, I I, I see the things like even even when I was playing with you and JJ and stuff like that when you guys came back, like I'm like, yo, they're playing at a fucking fast pace and they don't even realize it. Like, so is it like a natural thing to you? Like, all right, I've been playing this way like these past two years, mm-hmm. or is it something where you're like, well, nah, we've been working on this. Like, I, I know what I got to do out here to bust these kids' ass. No, yeah, that is completely natural now. Like, yeah, because sense playing, because like that's what it was like when I went to play that first day. Like, because right. like I no one was 
going like a hundred, like hundred and ten percent. Like it's your first day of pickup yeah. with the squad. Like no one's being like, all right, like I'm trying to LeBron right now, right. I'm trying to hoop. Like it was just like the sheer fact that I was just coming out of high school and they had already a year on them. Of course. That it's just like that that college is this that much faster and they were used to all of it. So I even told JJ, like, you're just going to see, like, this year coming in. Like, you'll yeah. see, like, it's just, like, a different type of game. But he was more ready for it and everything. Got you. Got but, you. like, definitely that. Yeah. A big part of it. How is the support system with your family? You know, knowing your brothers all play basketball, all played basketball, one still playing. What, what is that support system like? Uh, it's amazing. My mom, I think she was at every game but one this year. And the one she couldn't go to, she, like... 100% couldn't make but all the other ones she was skipping work and doing things to come see me play so definitely my parents are just obviously the biggest biggest supports in my life like wouldn't be anything without them so definitely them but with the with the brothers it's it's awesome because like they'll come to a game and then Matt is like me and Matt are real close so like anything he thinks I'm usually thinking right so when it's like it's tough to listen to him because like after a game you're lost or whatever like he wants to come tell you everything you did wrong and you're just like get the fuck out of here <laughs> I'm not trying to hear shit you're trying to tell me but right. at the end of the day like everything he's saying is a hundred percent facts and it's yeah like, it's the realest shit he could be saying so it's definitely awesome to have people like that and it's, sometimes I definitely take it for granted but looking back like now and just talking about it like I really don't see myself being anything I am without my family and right. definitely Absolutely. them. Like that's the main part of it. Which parent do you think that you get your attitude from? Because from my assessment, I feel like it's Gabe, younger Matt, and you have your mom's tough, hard nosed attitude, and Josh kind of has your dad's laid back attitude. Yeah, like now you ask my dad anytime now he'll tell you, yeah, I talked the most shit. Yeah. Back <laughs> you know, in Philly, I was running shits on the court. Yeah, but now it's definitely he's more laid back and quiet. Right. But I'd say if anything, I'm definitely more like my mom. I know she was a competitor. She used to play softball. She was pretty good. Yeah. And she was just always about it. So I think uh, I don't know where I got the talking shit from. Cause that wasn't either of them. I'll say Matt gave me that one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> definitely just like attitude and like uh, competitiveness wise. Definitely probably my mom, but definitely both of them. They're both. Gabe definitely picks up after you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gabe, uh, Gabe's gonna be good, man. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. be very good if he could just get his mind right. Yeah, because he knows he's good. Right. If he could just get his mind right to where like, all right, I know I'm good. I know I'm good. Cause like you'll see kids like that all the time. Like. You'll see a kid, like, great and just tear it up. Mm -hmm. I know kids, like, around when I was growing up, I was just like, holy shit, I thought that kid was going to be out, like LeBron one day. Right. And right. then I ended up getting up and being better than yeah. him just yeah, because yeah, yeah. of, like, hard work and, like, the dedication. Like, that's what Gabe needs to realize. Like, he's going to be great already. Mm -hmm. But if he takes that and just says, I'm going to work ten times harder, like, how much better are you going to – like, you just become ten times. Like, right. Uh, what grade is he in now? Seventh right now. Jesus he's Christ. He's tall. Yeah. 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 Damn. He's, like, as tall as yeah. me right now. So, like – He's like a five eight seventh grader. Like people are like, "Yo, he's gonna be busting your ass soon." I'm like, "Chill out." None of that's happening. But still like, he's brother. gonna be good. Trust right. me. Like he's he just needs to get that attitude of just like I just want to be the best, and this guy's a little for him. Yeah, and I don't know how Mid Valley did this year, but do you feel like Mid Valley will get back to that top level soon? Because yeah. when you left, they weren't really at that same pace. Maybe you just lost too many players, but. Do you feel like Mid Valley is going to be at that top pace very soon? Absolutely. I think within the next three to four years, they'll be back competing for a league and district championships because you look at it and just like being around the area and being in Mid Valley my whole life, like you'll see kids like growing up. Like I know a lot of Gabe's grade and like all of the kids yeah. around his grade and actually Zach and Emmett's little brother, 
amazing basketball player. Right. Danny right. Nemitz, like, okay. he's going to be a very good basketball player in a couple of years from Mid Valley. So, is it going to be like Zach Nemitz type of basketball player, or is it going to be a different type of guy? Uh, he's he's got a little bit more to his game. Like Zach was like, Zach's a better shooter, and he always will be. Like, yeah. there's no stopping Zach when he shoots. But Danny has a little bit all to him. He's tall. Yeah. He's got some dribbling skills, great passing skills, and so he'll be able to do a little bit of everything. So, I, I have to say this about Zach. I remember the one time I was I was looking at the paper. And I was just looking at the scores, and I saw he had like ten threes. Yeah, we played Blue Ridge. Yeah, that's what it was. And I was, was like, up at Blue Ridge too, and uh, I think in the first half he had like six of them. <laughs> it was just crazy. It was just like we went up there, and like Blue Ridge was terrible. Like that was one game every year. Like you know, you're going up there. And yeah, you're, just you're gonna... giving them a quick forty piece, like quick yeah, thirty forty. You're gonna get your stats up like, that game. It was, yeah, and it was just like Nemitz just started shooting. Like all the starters are out in the going into the third quarter and Nemitz is still out there banging threes like <laughs> we were just freaking out he had his 10th one and we were like all right time to take him out like yeah. I think he was 10 for 13 like that's ridiculous yeah no that's wild because like Zach Zach's a very good three-point shooter but like you I don't know why they would leave him open that many yeah. times yeah <laughs> like, at one point it was just like he was just shooting and like people were just putting their heads down and turning away like before yeah. they even made it because you just knew it was just that he, night it was yeah that night like that for him how intense would he get on a basketball court? Because he, I've played him in pickup games, and he gets fucking intense. That like, was uh, that was what thing about Zach. Like he had a three, like in practice or in the game. Like you heard about it. Like there wasn't <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. anything he did. He just met you know, like he let you know, like on defense they get a steal. He's clapping in your face as they're running down the court. Yeah, and that was just the way he was. So he's just a high energy kid all the time. And that's why everyone hated you guys because yeah. y'all talked a lot of shit. Yeah, and they could back it up. Oh, absolutely, they could absolutely back it up. up. Definitely the main thing. Yeah, was there a guy that anyone like when you played with like everyone hated the most, or was that you? Uh, (laughs) I'd say it was probably probably me. Yeah, (laughs) didn't really like our team wasn't liked. Obviously, like our senior year, because just like all of us just and everything. I just remember like a lot of places we went to. Just student sections were wild towards us. What was the worst student section you had to deal with? Would you say Holy Cross because of the rivalry? I mean, Holy Cross is just a tough student section because when you play at Holy Cross, like, they could have 20 kids or they could have 200 kids and yep. it just sounds so loud because, yep. like, that gym is just, like... The gi- the gym is this room right here. It's, yeah. it's honestly it's the biggest this room. It's fucking horrible. There's just nowhere to go. So, like, there's kids on top of you and whether you want to hear what they're saying or not. I did a good job tuning them out most of the time. But you just... You're in the corner. Like, they're literally from me to you away. Like, what are you going to yeah. do? Like, yeah, they're screaming top of their lungs. You're going to hear what they're saying. So... Definitely they were pretty bad, but one of the worst I had was actually Valley View my sophomore year. <laughs> my sophomore year at Valley View, there was a big one, and you guys were just nonstop all game. See, I was I was a senior year freshman, so I wasn't there that time, but yeah. Valley View gets fucking Yeah, they get wild. Well, you're a bunch of assholes. So. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're the biggest pieces of shit, honestly. God, it's sad. It was like, it was we like... went at Preslovsky so I... <laughs> I honestly, I don't even know the kid, and I felt terrible. I was like, "Yo, we're literally roasting this kid." Like it was the worst yeah. shit. So, it's like, so, like we would say the like the one thing we did, we may not have won a lot of basketball games. We did our fucking research when we played any team. Like, what was the worst insult you heard about yourself? I don't know. I just got like a lot of just like you're a bitch. You're like, a bitch. You're a pussy. Like yeah. you can't. Like you're so small. Like. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I can see, like, you know, from from playing around them and even going against them, like, 
and hearing some of the shit that he tells you and it's like you kind of feel like a bitch going against him because there's like not much you could say other than calling him a midget or calling him a pussy yeah like, yeah there's like it was just like there was only a couple things people really did say and like i just got used to them like like the short thing like i've been short my whole life that's not the new yeah. so like yeah. seeing new year someone wants to call me short like if anything, like it just started becoming a knock on everyone else. Like, yeah, I'm playing how I'm playing. You want to call me a midget? Like, <laughs> this midget's going yeah. out and giving exactly. You 30, and like, and yeah. that was that was gonna be my next That's question. Fine with me, like, yeah, like was it was it? Did it kind of die down because like you're one of the most hard nosed dudes that I know at any height, and to see like that you were a shorter dude, like I said, it, it, it's harder because like you're like oh. He's a midget. That's my only thing that I could say. And then, like, you're like, but he's busting our ass right now. So, like, did it kind of, like, die down, like, after a little bit? Yeah, definitely, like, after junior year. And, like, once people knew who I was almost, like, right. they knew, like, even though I was small, like, I'm coming to the games, like, I'm going at anyone. It would, like, so, like, that whole thing stopped. Like, yeah. Obviously, when I got to college, it's, it's like, it was basically like, you got to just make your name for yourself right yeah. over again. Yeah. So, like, I'd come into a game and, you see someone laugh or something, or be yeah. like, "Oh, post three, post three. Like, of course, as soon as I course. come in the game, like, and I'm, and I'm like, "All right, like, yeah, idea, like, I'm gonna like not let them do whatever they think they're right. gonna do just because I'm small." So then you come around, and then they're trying to post me up, and I'll get a foul for like pushing the kid out of the lane. They're yeah, like, all right, well, it's not gonna be like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's definitely important. So I definitely got that coming back into like college and stuff, but. I think within the next, like, I mean, that's not really something you can use anymore, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because I was going to say, the student sections in college are nothing like high school. Like, college is definitely, like, a, a little a little quieter, per se. Yeah, it's not like you have, like, those 25 kids, like, they just, I don't know, just, like, out of control. Like, there'll be, like, some student sections and whatever, but that's just, like, they're just there for more, like, their team and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think... you'll get heckling, and that's, that's basketball, and that's just yeah, sports in yeah. general, but, like. Nothing like, yo, like, fuck you, bro. Like, you're like, fuck. <laughs> college, like, yeah, college is uh, I definitely, like, you could you, Yeah, because everybody knows what they expect. It's different when you're in high school because you have parents there that want their kids to play. And then when their kids are playing and, like, you have you have somebody like Noah who's, like, busting your ass and he'll let you know about it. Then you're, like, as a parent, you feel the need to talk shit. And then when you're a kid in high school, obviously you have all of these high school emotions and shit yeah. like that. It's, you take it a little bit more personal. But, like, in college, you can definitely see. Like, I've been to a couple of his games, and, like, it, it, it feels nothing like it did, like, when I went to Mid-Valley games. Oh, when we went to – when I went to the games to watch him play or, like, Mid-Valley play against yeah. Valley View, it was, like, we literally – like, they literally used every – word in the book yeah. <laughs> like every fucking word it was so bad i was like yo like these kids are getting fucking at least not murdered in the game but like yeah. just murdered by the student section like it's ridiculous what was the worst insult you heard from anybody on your team was there anything you were just like yo this is flagrant as fuck <laughs> they used to give rj goolsbury a lot of shit because like they said he was overweight but like he really wasn't no it was just like that but we played redeemer they were just like chant like yo rj you're fat and it was just like constant so it was just like probably one of the most like shot things i've ever seen because it was just like non-stop like he was just trying to warm up like not even loud in the jar <laughs> i'm just like yo like chill like you guys just gotta fucking relax yeah like just, for no just for no reason like just chill out there's like it's definitely like that was just like some shot shit but Wow. The most I got was just, like, the everyday shit, like, you're a pussy, this and that, so, whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, because I mean, there, there, like I said, there's some foul shit that goes on. I didn't yeah, know if there was. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's some of the worst shit I ever heard. Like I said, like we we've done some terrible shit to being in, to players. You know? Being in in college now, like you know, playing against guys, like I think probably the, the most face to face disrespectful thing like you could get is like somebody calling you like a faggot or something like that. Yeah, like, like someone's just looking at you and just be like, oh, you're a little pussy. Yeah, yeah. Like it's <laughs> just like you got like like you're you're adults now almost I'm twenty years old. Like, right. Right. Like someone calls you a pussy to your face, like that's fighting words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like you're saying that in high school, like all right, you're calling anyone you want a pussy. Exactly. Like, realistically like, no shit's gonna happen. But, right. Like, now in college it's like it's a different game. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. In high, yeah, in high school, you hear you hear everything, and you just gotta take it with a grain of salt. Mm, my dumbass, I was, the, I, I definitely wanted to fight everybody because I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't as great as this motherfucker was for his school. So, yeah, I, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just be the enforcer, and I'm gonna just inside uh, a riot. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, definitely, definitely college too. More though, like, cause I found it in high school like easy to talk shit to anyone, like anyone would do it, but like yeah. in college, like. Like I said, like I would stop looking for fights. Like there's a lot more like cool relationships. Like, of course. I, like there's a lot of cool kids that I've played. Like a lot of good guys. Like I hit a good shot. Like yeah, nice shot. Like you don't see that in high school. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like that was a good shot. Like I would definitely like I would never give a compliment. Like you would never. Yeah, no. <laughs> but like <laughs> no. now I'll talk to these guys. Like, I'll be talking to them at half court and stuff, and just like hey, you're a pretty good player. Like you got some good game and like stuff like that. So definitely a lot more like. Uh, Cause you're you're immature as shit in high school. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you come out like I hated like Holy Cross kids just because they went to Holy Cross. Like I might have not never even known the kid. Of course. Like even with Connor, like of back course. in the day, like I hated Connor and everything about him. Like, <laughs> just playing, like watching him play, like and then I could think like, why does everyone fucking hate on me? Well, like look at that, like that's why. Like you're just good and like you see a guy like that just tear up your team. You're like fuck, like fuck this kid. But at the end of the day, you're like shit. He's good. Like yeah, yeah. You so recognize like, he's him. good real quick. This is my what? My second episode here. That was one of my things that I went on a rant and yeah. saying like, it's weird to me that everybody sits there and they go, oh well, these prep kids are such assholes. These mm-hmm. mid valley kids and these these kids from these places are such assholes. And then they want to go skiing on weekends with you. Yeah, and then they want like, to like, like yeah, parties, exactly. Right? <laughs> like so many of these kids yeah, yeah, so exactly. much talking shit I've just seen them out or something yeah. at a concert or something like yeah. that they're coming up first kids that were talking shit trying to dap me yeah up exactly like you are just a bitch yo like, <laughs> fuck it's all love dude yeah bro it's all love like no you come up here like talking crazy like you don't know me now you're yeah. trying to act like you're my friend like, exactly get the fuck out of here call me a midget every day right, yeah, right. right. you want to call me yeah. my face two weeks ago when we were playing yeah. and now you're seeing me out and it's like you want to be friends like mm-hmm. and, that, and it is love like there's definitely kids that like just some kids like just when I act just, yeah like, Brandon Nee from Old Forge like one kid that me and him just never even I fucking hated that kid literally like just past year started coming around my apartment because that's kids I live with old forge kids down yeah, at school yeah live a mondo on them and he started coming around he's a dope ass kid now we're yeah. friends so like just shit like that like there's kids that you'll definitely fight with but at the end of the day most of the time it's just all love yeah of course yeah absolutely i mean it's competitiveness and immaturity and most yeah. of the time in high school yeah. you're just you're fighting with everyone you just want to start a brawl exactly you just want to talk shit to talk shit yeah that's exactly <laughs> it that's what i would be i wouldn't be good at shit at high school but i would probably just talk shit the entire time that's about it that's all it does yeah yeah, especially in pickup games, too. You just want to talk that trash. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? It's just like, no, it's just part of the game, if you ask me. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's the best shit ever. We didn't get to do that this tournament. We will next time, though. 
yeah, next tournament, I'm definitely going to talk yeah. some shit, even if I'm losing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be playing to that next tournament. I yeah. was doing something that weekend, but that should look like a good time. So I was going to call. Definitely have to too. come win that one. Yeah, you put a team together. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to get one probably in August. So That's definitely want to get another one in the summer because yeah, it's too nice out before to we not. go back to school and shit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely will. Probably get a bigger turnout and everything. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, it was, it was a great turnout the first time. Yeah, we I actually. Saw that. We actually only had, like, four teams, like, the yeah. day before. I'm like, fuck, like, we might have to cancel the shit. Mm-hmm. Literally four guys hit me up, like, 8 o'clock at night. I'm like, all right, we're yeah, shit. Like I, text, I text Marco, so I'm like, yo, I'm like, yeah. They're like, yo, what's up? Like, you, you run, like we run a pickup runs tomorrow? I'm like, nah, bro, like, we got a, we got a tournament, so I got to be there for filming and shit like that. Like, Nick's going to be there. All of our boys are going to be there. Like, it's it's our shit. He's like, what do you mean? Like, how much is... I'm like, bro, it's $5, Doug. It's 15 a team. <laughs> He's like, what? Well, we're like, yeah. Bro, he just starts hitting up everybody. Everybody's texting this motherfucker till like, yeah. 12 o'clock at night. And I don't have a messenger either. I'm like, I can't answer these fucking yeah. Fuck. Like, I, had a, like, I was like, Nick. I'm like, like answering them. And like, yeah. and he's like, well, what did they say? I'm like, well, they said this. He's like, all right, we'll say this. I'm like, yo, just get fucking me. messenger, man. Mar- I fucking hate it. It freezes on my phone. I can't Mar- use this shit. Marcos is telling me, too. He's like, I'm like, yo, I'm like. So I call them at like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yeah. what are you like? Are you gonna get in? Like, yeah. how are you gonna get in? They're like, bro, we already talked to new faces. I'm like, motherfucker, what the fuck you didn't talk to new faces? They're like, no, nah, we messaged like the the place directly. <laughs> That's I'm what like, they all messaged me. I was new faces. Yeah. They don't have me on Facebook. So I'm like, I'm like, how do I even open this? Like, yeah. What the fuck? I'm like, how do I open the new? I didn't even know we had a messenger yeah, exactly. for new faces. <laughs> That's funny, Nick said he got stuck with the messages. Yeah, I had a text him. I'm like, yo, what did he say? I can't read this shit. Like, he like, messages and shit. I literally downloaded Messenger the next day because someone else hit me up like at like, what was it, like 11 o'clock yeah. before, like three hours before the tournament. I'm yeah. like, dude, I just got to fucking download this shit. I'm not fucking dealing with this. If anyone hits me up, I'm not going to be able to answer them. Right. So, yeah, you definitely got to come out for the next one, though. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely have to get a team for that. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Like I said, I, I played Mellow yesterday. I played two games. I was like, fuck, I'm shot. This is bad. Yeah, my brother was saying there was runs there yesterday. It was that like two days ago? I don't know. But yesterday, it was like, I got two games and that was it. I showed up like seven, though. So. Thanks. So I want to thank you for coming on. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. It was definitely a good time. I was looking forward to this. It was uh, a lot of fun. Absolutely. I'm glad you came on. And we're going to definitely have you on again, for sure. Yeah, fuck yeah. We'll definitely love to. Definitely, apps. Absolutely. Come pick your ass up mid-season and see how you're doing and get you one of the mid-season interviews. Absolutely. Facts. <laughs> yeah, I definitely got to come down for a game. I haven't seen anyone like that like I went to high school with or that I know like play college basketball yet. Yeah. Like I, ha- I didn't see Broadway. Like I didn't see Misericordia play, and mm-hmm. I'm pissed about that because I just never had time. But I wanted to see like Jason, Rodway, and Tony play together. Like that would have been dope. And I wanted to see you and Connor play together. I just never got around to it. Yeah, but – Definitely come out to some games next year. Absolutely. Yeah, love a good squad. Definitely, oh, absolutely. Uh, definitely a better season next year for us. Word. Good shit. All right. I want to thank everyone for listening to this new episode of New Faces Podcast. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Once you made it.